Good afternoon. This is Rich Ness, Executive Vice President of Open Systems Media, leader of the Embedded and IoT franchises, here for this week's version of Five Minutes With. This week, we have a special guest in John Glossner, who's the president of the HSA Foundation, which, from what I understand, he just does for fun, because he's actually the CEO of Optimum Semiconductor Technologies. Hello, John. How are you? Very good. Thanks. Uh, thanks for welcoming me, and uh, glad to be here. Now, is that a proper introduction? How do you divide up your time between the foundation and your full-time job? Yeah, so I run a semiconductor company as my full-time job, but we face many of the same issues that other member companies in the foundation are facing, and so I take part of my time uh, to help with the foundation uh, and promote the technology that's being developed there. Very good. Okay, so for people who are not familiar with the HSA Foundation, can you just give us a brief overview of, of what that's all about? Sure. It's the Heterogeneous System Architecture Foundation, and basically it recognizes that almost every semiconductor chip that's made today is a heterogeneous system with tons of compute capability in them. But getting access and programming all of those different processors is quite difficult, and so what we do is we try to make the programming of those systems much simpler and easier with a standard framework and specifications for accessing all that compute power. Okay, so now you have just opened the door to one of my favorite topics, something that uh, we've been talking about a lot, a real lot, over the last couple of months, uh, AI. Um, so I'm assuming you're going to tell me that this heterogeneous computing stuff is perfect for AI, right? Yeah, and so that's absolutely correct, and almost every AI chip is also a heterogeneous processor, and quite often there is some kind of uh, other processor, a CPU or a DSP, uh, that controls and participates and works with the artificial intelligence fabrics uh, to be able to, to do all of these very complicated computations that AI requires. So I understand this correctly. Are you talking about a multi-chip module, a multi-core chip, or two discrete components? So, so generally today, these are all going to be integrated into the same chip. So you'll have a CPU, uh, maybe you know an ARM or an x86 kind of CPU integrated along with a GPU, uh, which can also be doing machine learning. But even more today, we're starting to see machine learning and AI accelerators integrated into those same chips. So pretty much it's, it's now all being integrated into one chip, although there are still some discrete solutions. Okay, now you said uh, x86 or... Or ARM. Uh, most of what I've seen so far has has been from the x86 camp with respect to AI. Uh, is that accurate? So within the foundation, you know, we have all all the major processor vendors, uh, whether it's MIPS-based, ARM-based, x86-based, or even my own company's based uh, processors, all have control function, uh, and and so it's not just to to let's say, pick out the two, let's say, really, really large providers. All of the other ones are also uh, available. And what we actually do within the foundation is kind of normalize that and make computing on those platforms as easy as computing on any other platform. Okay, now we deal with embedded systems developers 24-7 here, and most of those guys will tell you designing the chips is the easy part. Getting the software to work is actually the, the real difficult and the key to making this happen. Um, who's working on the software for these things? 
Yeah, so that's a great question. It's absolutely a correct statement. The hardware actually is the easier part. The real question is, is how do you get all of these programs to be distributed across all of these different processors, which all have different instruction sets? And that's the primary problem that the foundation is solving. Uh, and so we have a set of specifications for how to do that. And even better than that, we have open source implementations of almost all the specifications provided by member companies, AMD in particular. Rockham, which is their compute platform, is an HSA uh, compliant system. And so we have actually now in the marketplace, the whole works from the bottoms up, software, hardware, and all the runtimes and everything in between. Very good. Excellent. Uh, we're almost up against our five minutes here. Uh, where would somebody go to get more information about the foundation? So hsafoundation.com is a great place to start, has all of the information uh, about the foundation and uh, uh, everything that you need to get started with HSA. Very good. Okay, so I'm looking at your bio here, and you, 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 you're a double E from Penn State, which I won't hold against you because I went to NJIT, but uh, <laughs> you got your PhD in the Netherlands. Why, why did you leave our, 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 our great country to get your PhD? So, so the real short answer is my advisor went to the Netherlands, and I <laughs> followed with him because I was close to being done. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that, that's a pretty good reason. I'll buy that. Uh, that was John Glossner. He is the president of the HSA Foundation. He's also the CEO of Optimum Semiconductor Technologies, and he was my guest this week in Five Minutes With. Thank you very much, John. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Very enjoyable.